0: Dilly, beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called
1: life.
2: And it's the other one tries to bring you down. Go crazy, put your hands up. Welcome to the Blackcast. Hey, it's that time of year again. Time for the world's greatest tribute bands. This is season seven, and joining us to talk about it is our friend Katie Daryl. Welcome back to the Blackcast, Katie.
3: Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys again.
2: Uh, We're always excited to uh, have you on the show. And before we even dive into the specifics, you should follow Katie Daryl on Twitter and Instagram. I think it's at Instagram, at Katie Daryl. And... Go to AXIS.TV for more info on the show. Uh, So anyway, look, it's great to talk to you. I'm always excited when the season's about to start. Uh, Although, you know, we have gotten together a number of times in the months since uh, the last season (laughs) ended.
3: Uh, How life has changed, sir. How life has changed. It really
2: has, because uh, my son, Felix, and your son, Hawkeye, uh, they let us accompany them to a couple of bro-only play dates to go to the movies. And, uh, <laughs> it's always fun to go to those mommy movies because, uh, you know, Felix is a little bit older than Hawkeye. So I, am sort of a little bit ahead of the curve of like the point where, oh, he just wants to run around during some movies and, uh, there's well, like, he's not going to sit still a- anymore, you know?
3: Yeah. I, well, I love seeing, cause I get to see the future through your child. Cause I'm like, oh, this is what's going to happen in three months. It's chaos. It's chaos. And then in the meantime, I get to be totally self-conscious because I just whip out my boob in front of you (laughs) and breastfeed during a movie. So there's that. So uh, if everyone wants to enjoy this awkwardness, please join us at the Mommy Matinee.
2: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You can always find us. But, uh, you know, honestly... I I don't even know what's going on over there with you and Hawkeye because I am oftentimes chasing after Felix. The
3: storm. You have a silent storm. Yeah, you.
2: exactly, and and oftentimes not so st- silent. Uh, but what I've figured out <laughs> is that he loves cartoon movies as he should, and even kids movies. Secret Life of Pets, like, the first hour, he was just mesmerized by the screen because it was, like, big, bright, colorful characters who all had smiles and everything was great, and uh, no. Pete, Pete's Dragon he even liked, and Kubo and the Two Strings, I'm glad he wasn't old enough to understand the story because, spoiler alert to anybody that hasn't seen it, his parents die, like, three times in this movie.
3: And Yeah, I, they're like, not only are we going to kill him once, or we're going to bring him back to life and then kill him again, yeah, and like, then, oh, maybe just another yeah, same time just Spud. Just to make sure,
2: that. just to make sure that this kid's tough enough, we're gonna go ahead and kill his parents a third time. Oh, uh, no, bizarre. Yeah, so like kid-friendly movies, he's great. Uh, but Star Trek, I got about a half hour in, and then the rest of the movie, he was running around the theater and climbing the stairs. Uh, you know, it makes me long. For the earlier days, you know, it's, you say you kind of look around and you see the future, but then when I see the little ones that are there for the first time, uh, it makes me think of like, yeah, uh, he would just like open his eyes for like twenty minutes and then sleep for two hours in my lap. Where's that? I want those days to come back, and you know, mo- moving on to the topic at hand, maybe one day we'll get baby, fr- maybe there'll be baby-friendly concerts where maybe bands, oh. maybe bands play a little bit more quietly, or maybe just well, do acoustic you know sets. What?
3: Let me say this because I, I know we're, we're talking a little bit about the world's greatest street bands, and, and I will put this out there from the get-go. It is all ages now, that being said, I mean this isn't like a um uh, 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 like a barney concert. <laughs> like I don't want like twenty kids running around on the floor to we see a go go. but like if you are the occasional cool parent who has a cool kid that wears, like, the ear protection and isn't going to melt down and wants to rock out to a little Bob Seger, I'm okay with that. But, like, I just don't want, like, everyone in the L.A. market bringing this, like, as a mommy and me class. (laughs) But, like, an occasional kid here and there is totally okay. I'm down with rock and roll, man. And kids Uh, love it, Absolutely.
2: No, me too. And, you know, I I don't think that there is a uh, babysitting staff on hand there at the Whiskey. Go figure. (laughs) No. Uh, The bartenders are a little busy to watch your kid. Plus... I feel like child protective
3: formula. Yeah,
2: right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's like if, you're, if your kid's all right with ice water and a highball glass, you're all right. But uh, you probably need to keep a close range on them, uh, tight reins on them. And the thing is that, you know, I think that you need the ear protection, which as yes. you've, you've, I don't know if Hawkeye wears them during the movies, but you've seen Felix. He just flips them off and he's like, no, no, no. I want to hear this movie in Dolby surround sound as it's intended.
3: I actually just had my first ear protection uh, scenario with Hawkeye um, last weekend when we went to the Mammoth Rocks Fest and Hollywood U2. uh, They were performing. They were headlining. And I brought them out to see the band and had the ear protection on them. And he was not having it. The photos that I have <laughs> look like it's like baby torture. He's like, what is this device? And and my baby has the chubbiest cheeks in the world. And like these things pushing the cheeks even more so. Yeah. It looks like I have like this obese son. And like, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong. Not with that there's it, anything wrong like, with that. Oh, gosh. That. It makes, the, the camera really does put on 10 pounds, guys. And <laughs> of these baby earmuffs. Uh,
2: I can attest to the fact that uh, Hawkeye does indeed have the chubbiest cheeks out there. And they're adorable. But uh, take a minute and talk more about this Mammoth Rocks uh, show. You emceed, right? Because I guess now you're basically the queen of tribute bands, so you kind of emceed a a (laughs) festival out there.
3: I, You know, thank you. I I humbly take that title and love it. I'm the the queen of tribute rock bands. Um, The Mammoth Rocks Festival, which... Fantastic! It was last weekend. It's a yearly event. Um, they had In the Lead performing. They had the Neil Deal, which was seen on season six of the World's Greatest Dance. They had Hollywood U two performing. Um, it's just a really good time to be outdoors in the fresh air under the stars and just listening to some of your favorite rock tunes and just being around some of the coolest, mostly back people um, and just chilling in a really cool environment. This is the second year that I've hosted the event um, and it's nothing but fun. And I already talked to the organizers. There's this guy named Mark who runs it. And I mean, Heard you said next year they're they're thinking bigger and better and wanting to bring in even more tribute bands and even bring in some real bands. Oh, not that wow. tribute bands aren't real, but you know what I mean. No, I no, but that. that's the, not an offensive term. But like, yeah, you, know, you there mean, might be like you know someone special in addition to tribute bands, and it's just a really good time, and it's every summer, and I know it's weird to say think. 12 months from now, but truly you guys think 12 months from now, put it on your calendar because I can't wait to go back and rock out and just enjoy the little pizzerias and the little coffee shops and the mountain town and take the gondola to the top of the mountain and see the scenic views and then listen to rock and roll with all my friends. Like, it's a great time, yeah. so definitely mark your calendars for next year.
2: No, it seems like a great time from, uh, you know, you posted some pictures on Twitter, it looked like you were having a great time, and look, planning 12 months out is nothing. There's a part of me <laughs> <laughs> that is already planning things seventeen years from now when I drop Felix off <laughs> at college, and I'm like, all right, I can finally do this. Uh, but can you uh, have a yeah, uh, you know, you were talking about you know how some of the actual bands uh, might perform at that, and it reminded me of, of a mistake that I made early on. One of the first times I talked to you, I used the the term cover bands, which is a, <sighs> just something. That I know. And it just, it, I blurted it out and it was almost like, you know, somebody says a word they shouldn't at Thanksgiving dinner. Um, take a quick moment and talk about why that term is viewed as offensive to the people who are in these tribute bands.
3: Right. So I always say like, that's the C word, which we all know what the real C <laughs> word is. And you just wouldn't use that. But right. calling a tribute band, a cover band is just so taboo because a cover band, you know, plays a medley of tunes from a variety of artists. And they're generally kind of there is it's nothing against their musicianship. Like their cover bands are good musicianships, but they're more jamming and it's a more casual, like wearing jeans and just t-shirts and flannel. And they're not like embodying the music of one artist. Whereas a tribute band, if you went to see a Beatles tribute band, chances are they're going, the four guys on stage are going to be talking in British accents. They're going to be wearing the silk, colorful Sergeant Peppers outfit. And they're going to be singing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Um, so when you come to the world's greatest tribute bands, you're going to see people that not only sound like the band, but look like the band and act like the band in this season, we have our season premiere and it's going to be really epic because we have purple rain, which is a tribute to Prince, which we thought was just, we had it, we had to come out of the gates with Prince, you know, with his recent passing. Um, so when you tune in to access TV and you watch it 100% live nationwide, or you come and be part of the live, free studio audience, you're gonna see a guy on stage who blows your mind. You're gonna be like, uh, I think I'm looking at Prince, but Prince is dead. This is really weird, man, because he looks and sounds so precise and exactly like Prince.
2: Yeah, I uh, actually went to uh, their Twitter page and clicked on through to their website and there's just little snippets and I'm like, this is gonna be a great show. And mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. the name of the band because it's Purple Rain, but uh, you know, since this is an audio uh, medium, it's r-e-i-g-n purple rain which yes. i love that yes. name and that's great and uh they're they they have a big prince tribute show in vegas so uh you know that that's going to be top and notch. they
3: even have like some of their players are like do like come out with like more day in the time stuff so it's really fun uh, really. It's if, very intricate and deca- detailed it, it, if
2: there's jungle love that night i i might just uh lose well i might I lose something i
3: can promise you jungle love I yes Oh
2: my gosh. Well, look, I was already going and that show is the season premiere, the 7th season premiere, September 14th, and uh as as Katie mentioned, you can watch Wednesday's 10 Eastern 7 Pacific on Axis TV and you might have Access TV and not even realize it. It's DirecTV channel 340, Dish Network 167, and I have neither of those, but I do have on my cable system, so you just have to look for it, and it's there, just search World's Greatest Tribute Bands, or Access TV, uh, and also, as Katie alluded to, for those of you who are in the Los Angeles area, you can get free tickets to the show, I believe they're still at eventbrite.com, right Katie?
3: They are, and, and I, here's a little secret just for your listeners, right now there's multiple shows that are listed as sold out, this coming up Wednesday, I'm about to release an additional 150 tickets, to those sold out concerts so just mark your calendar set an alarm reminder notice and just keep clicking back every hour because more tickets are about to be released this week and you're going to be able to get into the shows and that's something that i've only told you
2: i love that and and our our uh, black cast nation now knows as well which we appreciate the inside scoop uh let's uh, go through the list of the rest of the season Uh, Another uh, timely band to have on, unfortunately, due to the passing of David Bowie, is uh, Space Oddity, which is a band from here in Los Angeles. That'll be on September 21st. Uh, Talk a little bit about this band.
3: Well, okay, so so there' a guy that leads the band, his name is David Brighton. He looks and sounds perfect, naturally, because it is the World's Greatest Tribute Band. But he actually has some actual personal history with David Bowie. David Bowie did, I think it was, Vi- do you remember, like is it Vittel Water or Vittel Water or something like that? Anyways, it's one of the water companies, yeah. like in Evian or whatnot, that David Bowie did a commercial for a couple years ago, and he actually personally hired and casted, David Brighton to be in the commercial as a younger version of him. So oh, wow. you can imagine like, that's like a giant stamp of approval. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he looks sounds performs and has the kindest heart. Like I, I, it just when, when David Bowie passed, I literally felt compelled to reach out to David Brighton to say, I'm sorry for your loss because I know how much he loves the music of David Bowie. And it was just so important for me this season to make sure that we honor both Prince and Bowie, because those are two icons to have lost here in 2016.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I was uh, glad to hear when you told me I, I sort of got an early scoop as to some of the uh, bands who were going to be on. I was very excited and uh, I'll definitely be going to both of those and, uh, you know, looking forward to... Mooching free drink tickets off of Katie, uh, and and the rest of the gang from the Black cast uh, usually comes with me. Uh, the next week sounds like it'll be another great one. Uh, September twenty eighth, the Beach Boys tribute uh, sounds uh, Sounds of Summer, which is a band from Indiana, uh, which I guess is a is a good opportunity to talk about how some of these bands, you know, submit themselves and get your attention from places like Indiana.
3: Right. So this is what's interesting. I've been searching for a Beach Boys tribute since the end of season one. I've wanted this for the show because, you know, as much as I love the live audience in the venue at the Wittia Gogo, my show isn't about that. My show was about the TV viewers sitting at home on their couch in Des Moines, Iowa, you know, or wherever across the country. And so I just knew that our viewers on Access TV really appreciate the music of the Beach Boys. And I kept searching and looking for a good Beach Boys tribute and, the ones that I found just weren't hitting the mark for me for a variety of reasons. And I'm not here to trash bands, but there was just always something a little bit off or missing with the bands. And finally this year I stumbled upon sounds of summer. They actually were a band that didn't submit. I found and stocked. Oh them. wow. Now bands actually do have an opportunity to submit. You just go to the access TV website that www.axs.tv. And you can click on our show page, the World's Greatest Tribute Bands, and you can find all the submission information there. And bands can do that and that's how I find the majority of my bands that every once in a while Someone just didn't apply. And I'm looking for, you know, that's my white rabbit. And the Beach Boys (laughs) was one of those bands that was a white rabbit that I had to go out and find. And I've been searching for, for, you know, the last six seasons and found them. And they're really nice, cool guys. And I can't wait to just have them on the show and play some of those hits. Because the Beach Boys catalog is huge. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Every song, you know, you know, every song.
2: Yeah. And if you think about it, they have sort of a, a variety of different sounds. So it's as difficult to capture the sound of the Beach Boys as it is for, say, the Beatles. And, you know, just because the the early Beach Boys songs, well, they always have the great harmonies all the way through. But, you know, the Pet Sounds era, uh, it just everything is so different. Songs like Sail on Sailor. And, you know, you always want to get some of the more modern classics like Kokomo. So, you know, yes. there's so much to cover that I'm not surprised that you had trouble uh, finding you know the the right kind of caliber of beach boy uh tribute band but i love the fact that you actually uh had to track them down now a quick aside you talked about this band being your white rabbit and i've only been coming around since about the middle of season three has there ever been a jefferson airplane slash jefferson starship tribute band on the show
3: There has not. There has not. Is that a personal request you'd like to put in now for season 8?
2: I I only (laughs) thought of it because you said White Rabbit, and I'm like, I'd love to see that, and I don't know if there's been one. But then, you know, then you run into the thing of like, well, what error are they going to do? Because, you know, there's there's songs like White Rabbit, there's some weirder, like, late 70s stuff with Jefferson Starship, and then there's just Starship that had songs like We Built This City and, of course, the theme from Mannequin, and I don't know if anybody needs a tribute to those songs, but that's just a personal opinion. (laughs) Um, Anyway, let's get back to the list, though. Another one I'm very excited about. uh, October 5th, the Rolling Stones tribute by Mick Adams and the Stones. Uh, That's that's an L.A.-based band. Unless I'm mistaken, they have been on the show before?
3: Yes and no. So what's interesting about this band is the Mick Jagger has been on the show before in season one, but it was with a different Rolling Stones band, and he's now replaced his band, and it's a new act. So it's kind of like Same lead singer, but totally different backing band, different name of the band, you know, different social media and all that stuff. So we are hailing them as a first time on the show, although uh, the lead singer has been on before and he's spectacular. I mean, the fact that his name is Mick in yeah. real life, like literally, you know, he goes to the DMV and that's his name. It's <laughs> pretty fun. He looks like Mick Jagger. He does. He's got the moves like Jagger. <laughs> he's got his, his wife, Erin is the manager, which is really fun because it's this husband and wife team. Um, and what I really love about this is I, I'm not sure if your listeners are familiar with Old Cella or I guess it's called Road Trip Fest or something like that. Out yeah. But all the rest Rampers of us,
2: Co- all the rest of us call it Old Cella because it's just, exactly. it's the perfect name. Yeah. yeah.
3: So it's two weekends out in Coachella where like the Who and, and, uh, Daltrey and
2: uh, Neil Young, playing. I think. Yeah.
3: And so we decided to book back to back. So the Wednesday before the first weekend is our tribute to the Rolling Stones, and the Wednesday before the second weekend of Old Cella is the Who tribute. And we just thought that was going to be a good nod to that festival going on, and you know, honoring those you know old time rock and roll bands. But um, yeah, Mick Adams, he's just a real top notch performer. He gets it, you know. Backstage, he's like. Breathing in, breathing out, doing, yeah. you know, his scales, and he gets on stage, and he's just thrown his arms up, and the audience is just reaching out to him.
2: Yeah, no, he's great, because uh, I've actually talked to him a few times, you know, because he, he's always sort of hanging out. Not always, but he, he oftentimes comes to the shows, and that's one of the most fun things about going to the shows, regardless of who's performing, you know, over hanging out uh, by the bar is usually tribute to Billy Idol, tribute to Mick Jagger, and of course, our friend Kenny Metcalf, who is the tribute to Elton mm-hmm, John, yeah. he's always there and he always has his own uh, diamond studded jackets and stuff. So it's, <laughs> it's always fun because it's always a, cl- uh, like a, a very nice community of uh, tribute artists. Uh, so you mentioned October 12th is a tribute to the Who, uh, the Who generation. Uh, let's talk about October 19th. Bob Seger, uh, the band is called Turn the Page, and that's another one of those ones where you're like, oh yeah, I think I know uh, one or two Bob Seger songs, and then I bet as this band goes along, people will be like, oh no, I know nine, ten, twelve Bob Seger songs.
3: Yes, uh, it turns out we're all Closet Seeker fans and didn't even know it. (laughs) I mean, sure, we all kind of know, here I go on the road again, because here I am, I'm up on the stage. And that's great, but you will know the other songs that he plays that night. Um, And this is just good, clean, classic rock, you know? And this is just one of those shows, kind of like last season when we did the Neil Deal. You just show up. And you just want to just it just makes you warm inside (laughs) when the band starts to play. I don't know, there's something about it that just goes, Oh, this is cozy. This is cozy. I've got a beer in my hands and I got my jeans on and I'm cozy.
2: Uh, yeah, no, and, and that's going to be great Because there are so many songs that he has And then, you know, the next week Wednesday, October 26th And, you know, the show we're talking about, of course Is World's Greatest Tribute Band, Season 7 Our guest is Katie Darrell On Twitter, at Katie Darrell She's the host of World's Greatest Tribute Bands Which airs Wednesdays at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific On Access TV uh, October 26th, uh, Pat Benatar Tribute The band is called Crimes of Passion uh, Talk about Pat Benatar And I believe this is a first-time that any Pat Benatar music has been on the show, correct?
3: First time for a Pat Benatar tribute. um, And she goes all out. She has costume changes. She's got backup dancers that reenact or emulate some of the uh, famous dance scenes from the music videos. So it's a very visual performance. So when you tune in, you're going to be like, oh, okay, cool, there's girls dancing around. I like this. (laughs) Um, You know, and Pat Benatar, you know, a lot of people... Um, you know, forget how she actually did have a, did and does have a lot of hits. And yeah. you're just going to be able to sit back and again be like, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one. And she wails. So, you know, it's, there's, there's no reason to not be satisfied on that date either.
2: No, and uh, the uh, satisfaction will continue with a great one on November 2nd. Infinite Journey, a tribute to Journey, which is amazing because uh, there's not there's not enough time to get enough Journey hits into that show. So uh, I no. know that's going to be a great one. Uh, talk about the band uh, Infinite Journey, who's out of Dallas.
3: So Infinite Journey out of Dallas. Exactly. This is a fun one. This was a late entry into the field. You know, I had mentioned earlier that bands can uh, apply by going to access.tv. That's A-X-S dot TV. And you go to our show page and you can apply to be on the show. And this is one. I wasn't searching for a Journey tribute. You know, we had DSB on season one and they were fantastic. And I felt very satisfied. And so when this entry came through, you know, I, I... <sighs> I hate to say this, but I almost clicked on it out of courtesy because I like to click on everyone who applies because I think everyone who applies, you know, deserves a fair chance. Absolutely, my job is to listen to everyone, and so I clicked on them even though I was like, "I'm not doing Journey this season." And this guy started to sing, and I was like, "Oh." Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I have to book a journey band this yeah. season. Oh, oh that's man! Great. Which means because I kind of had predetermined in my head a couple of bands I really wanted this season. So someone on my like, quote unquote, wish list got the boots um, because this band just really knocked my socks off. The singer is so superb. And it's not even just that he sings the songs well. It's almost like when you're watching The X Factor, which also airs on Access TV, (laughs) shameless plug. It's almost like when you say, like, that's The X Factor, this guy is feeling the music. He's just so passionate about it. And you just see him in the moment and he's the type of singer that gives you goosebumps. Um, and the band is just so enthusiastic and so powerful behind him. Um, and in the extra like bonus, we're going to have lasers during that show. Oh my so God. tune in or show up because <laughs> there's going to be lasers with journey music, which I, is like epic.
2: It's exactly what you need is lasers with journey music. And right, you know, know, there are very few people on the earth, I think who can sound like, Steve Perry. And the interesting thing is that, you know, Journey for years had, uh, had Arnell Pineda, who was found on a YouTube video in the Philippines and he became their singer. So it, it's amazing, you know, sort of the opportunities that some of these really talented singers can get, you know, through the internet, through shows like yours and actually, you know, get found and end up actually fronting some of these bands when they go on tour. So the fact that this guy, Sounds and looks like Steve Perry, I think, uh, probably... Probably means a lot of great bookings uh, in that band's future. Uh, there's two more shows to talk about, uh, and uh, we have November ninth a Jimmy Buffett tribute. I think that this will probably be the first time that there'll be a lot of tailgating outside the whiskey before the show starts. You know, because there's that, not going to be know. there's not going to be enough time to get drunk during the show. So uh, Adventures in Paradise. I love that name. Uh, the talk, name, the talk, name. Talk <laughs> about this uh, Buffett tribute from Vegas.
3: Yeah. So uh, there's a guy named Barry who leads the band. And uh, again, like Adventures in Paradise, that's adorable. Just the name in in itself. We will have a lot of parrot heads. Um, We (laughs) look forward to tailgating. We want fins, you know, up in the air. And this is a show that I thought would really resonate, not necessarily with the crowd inside the Whiskey A Go Go, because you know the Sunset Strip is known for rock and roll and Motley Crue and what have you. Um, it's more about our TV viewers on Access TV, because you know people just love this music. It's timeless. People love to pop open a Corona or just a Bud Light and just you know you know click their flip flops off and just sit at home and listen to Buffett music. And I just thought it was just darn time that we had a tribute to Jimmy Buffett because it's such easy, mellow music. And since our show does broadcast at, you know, 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, you know, I thought, you know, it really hit the time zone so that people are almost right off of work and just ready to be like, Oh, I need this day to end. Yeah. And Buffett music helps you just, you know, wash it all away.
2: Yeah. It's great. It's great. Happy hour or cocktail hour music, whichever yeah. coast you're on. So that, that's going to be fun. And then the season finale of season seven of world's greatest tribute bands. We're talking to the host, Katie Daryl Wednesdays at 10 Eastern seven Pacific on Axis TV, the season finale, November 16th, Jimi Hendrix tribute, kiss the sky, That's going to be amazing.
3: Oh, okay. Just stop now. Just stop. (laughs) This is something I, again, you know, I mentioned that the Beach Boys were something I had been searching for since season one. Jimi Hendrix is also something I've been searching for since season one, um, as well as a Bob Marley. And I've yet to find my Bob Marley. So if anyone knows of the perfect Bob Marley, and I'm talking sound and look, please get a hold of the Black Cat and let me know, because I just keep searching for it. But this Jimi Hendrix guy, oh, he's so good. Like, Christian, like, not only does he sound good and he looks good, but, like, he legit plays the guitar with the left hand behind the back with his teeth under his legs laying down he just really has the persona. He embodies this music. Um, and you know, his rendition, the star spangled banner He's off the charts, oh, purple man. haze um, watchtower. He's playing all the songs you want to hear. Uh, you know, we're going to have the fog going and purple lights and, I'm just really excited because I just thought, you know, when I when I kick off a season, you know, it was important that I was like, oh, Prince, you know, was a good one to start the season with. And I thought it was fun because of Purple Rain. And so I thought, let's close it out with another Purple. And so we did Purple, you know, the Purple Haze song, you know, and we have this, you know, Jimi Hendrix tribute. And I just thought it was a good way to bookend the season with the color purple, but just have two just artists that are just, players of the guitar. Oh yeah.
2: Look, that's going to be great and I was going to say I can't wait for that one, but I can wait because there's so many great bands uh, all the way through and uh very excited for for the whole season. This is going to be a great season 7. Uh for the world's greatest tribute bands, as I said, Wednesday's 10 Eastern 7 Pacific on Access TV and it's at the Whiskey a Go Go on the Sunset Strip for our, our listeners in and around Los Angeles or maybe even make a trip around one of these shows. Uh Uh, You can go to eventbrite.com to get free tickets to these shows. And as Katie said, if you look now and it says that the show's sold out, uh, head back there on uh, Wednesday because you might find a few more tickets available. So uh, that'll be great. Well, Katie, I can't thank you enough for uh, making some time to uh, talk to us here on the Blackcast. And I'm really excited and looking forward to the next season.
3: I'm so happy to talk to you. Can't wait to see you. And uh, truly, like, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's
2: yeah. always a good time. Yeah. it's uh, You know, it's such a good time that even if there weren't free drinks, I would still go. And I mean that.
3: Oh, I appreciate it. I can't <laughs> wait to see you. Thanks All right, so much be, for having me on.
2: Absolutely. Right thanks so much, Katie. That's our guest, Katie Darrell, on Twitter at Katie Darrell. Uh, thanks so much to her. We always appreciate her making time for us here on the Blackcast. And one more time on the promotion here. The Whiskey a Go Go is the site for the world's greatest tribute bands. Wednesdays at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Eventbrite.com is where to get tickets. And if you're going to watch on TV, it's Axis TV, AXS TV. If you have direct It's channel 340, Dish Network 167. Thanks so much to our guest, Katie Darrell. Well, it's always great to have Katie on the show. Now, I have, uh, of course, joined as always by Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore on social media.
0: Delightful conversation with Katie Darrell.
2: And of course, Captain EO, aka Jeff Duray, at Jeff Duray. On the Twitter. And the the Gram. And the Gram. The Grammo Insta. Uh, so you guys heard Katie talk about all these great shows. Yeah, so The first wait. one, Wednesday the fourteenth of September, is Prince. Jeff, you have to be in for Prince. Prince King who? The Prince, the artist formerly known as.
1: Oh, the artist. Yeah, yeah. he's great. You're in. Yeah.
0: William, are, com- are you coming? Are you coming to him as the symbol. with yeah. us?
2: Uh, no. What? What? What do you got against Prince? I love Prince. I have another obligation. Something that's better than seeing the Prince tribute at the whiskey with a drink ticket. Yes,
0: because this obligation concerns me. Mm -hmm. And I have to take care of.
2: You you have to take care of yourself? Yes. Do I get to ask any more questions about this? You can ask as many questions as you want. Uh, What are you doing yourself? Writing. You're writing? With a friend. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, can't you write on another night where Prince is not performing? That concerns me. Is it possibly your memoir that we have been waiting yes. for for so yes, long? Yes, it is the memoirs that I've been working on for so the long. The Sterling Chronicles? The Sterling <sighs> oh, I can't, you know, yeah. Jeff, how long have I been talking about look, I'm just waiting for the Sterling Chronicles? It's almost as
0: good as the Chronicles of Riddick, except it's about me. Is it? A, okay. So there's twice All as right. much action. So to, yes. take. I, I, I shave them. my head. I look like Vin Diesel. Yeah. And Judi Dench is in it.
2: All right. So what you need to do is rank them in this order. Chronicles of Riddick, Okay. The Will Sterling Chronicles, Chronicles Mm -hmm. of Narnia. Best to worst. Will Sterling Chronicles, best. Done. Chronicles of Riddick, second. And then Narnia's third. And then
0: Narnia's third. Really? Really? There's a
2: talking lion, who's basically Jesus.
0: Jesus. Yes. Voiced by Liam Neeson.
2: Who actually is Jesus. You know what? Uh,
0: Those movies have bored me.
2: I never saw the other ones, but even that one bored you? I didn't read the books. I watched the cartoon on HBO like a thousand times. the Lord
0: of the Rings kind of fucking crushed it.
2: And then they were like, oh, let's make the Narnia movies. And you're like, nah. They're so different though. That's not the same. That's like mm-hmm. That's like, oh, Batman's a comic book, so let's not make Superman. That's not the same at all. It's kind of That's the same. That's what you just said. Yeah, right that away. is what you just said. Nah,
1: Narnia and Lord of the Rings are pretty similar. Lord of the Rings is, a, is an epic tale about, like, fighting good versus evil. Yeah, but there's, the, the Chronicles there's of Narnia are just about and... God and Jesus. Like, C.S. Lewis straight up was like, no, there's yeah. a very thinly oh, veiled that. version of the I Bible. Know, I know
0: that. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was the same thing. It was like, eh, here's dwarves and fucking gnomes and
2: monsters. I mean and I don't people. I am on record. I'm not crazy about hobbits. Good. I think everybody Good. knows that. Good. They're, no one's yeah. ho- no I one's don't crazy. trust them. Anyway, so Will's not going to come and see uh faux Prince. Uh, uh, the next week, how about David Fowey? Yeah. Oh, so, David Fowey. Yeah, so I'm the think of a good, I was like David Prince fakey
0: <laughs> That doesn't work.
2: No, David no, no. Fowey, so David I Fowey like that. was kind of the 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 one and only. Uh, the week after that, we've got Beach Boys, as I discussed with Katie. We, you know, it can be a game time decision. You know, maybe they double the drink tickets. But if oh. you think about the Beach Boys, there are some amazing songs that they have. And you think I Brian Love will wanna...
0: be there, part of the tribute band. Because what else? No, but Brian you know who Love will doing?
2: be. Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse on the skins. <gasps> if John Stamos yeah, if was Stamos there, sang with them?
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Cream
2: Dream Supreme. It's funny that John Stamos is coming up again because I have Come. this like vague dream that was like a couple decades ago or something in some alternate reality. I kind of remember Will saying something really weird about Uncle Jesse and Jimmy, Jimmy oh, Stamos. Oh, totally bone Uncle Jesse. That's not no. what you said. Oh, <laughs> what you did said I say? it now. I said it
0: now. <laughs> I was, no, totally. it was just a vague <laughs> Look, I yeah. Uncle it's- Jesse was the coolest, most handsome man I ever saw on television. With sure. the coolest hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think subconsciously, totally, yeah, me and Uncle Jesse would, would would get it on.
2: And you haven't backed down from that stance,
0: which is amazing. No, why would I?
2: Uh, I don't I'm I don't telling know. you a truth. Um, a you drop in, drop,
0: drop a drop a Ketop- truth. Jesse Katsopolis, not Katropolis. I said Katsopolis. No, you say, I said That's, No,
2: no, Katropolis is, of course, where Greek Superman lives. <laughs> that, uh, no, and no, Greek no. Perry White. Katropolis
0: is, of course, the classic black and white silent film about the future. <laughs> <laughs> Metropolis. Uh,
2: by the way, so Greek Perry White also says, <laughs> Put the
0: chopper on the yeah. goddamn yeah. roof. <laughs> Great. What, whose ghost would it be? Instead Not Caesar. Caesar. No. Um, Great Pontius Pilate's ghost. <laughs>
3: Is that really Greek? It's it's great Mercury, oh, ghost. Be the Greek, the, the Greek gods, great gods, Zeus's ghost, Zeus, Zeus? great
0: yeah. Mercury, Dionysus Mercury, yeah, he was on it with Mercury, great wine gods, ghost, all hail Hades,
2: great Mars' Whoa. ghost. All right, now settle all down. We'll get Hades. we'll get letters on that one, uh, and then I'm just gonna ramble off the next ones because I'm still trying to figure out which ones you guys are going to. So then we have a Stones tribute, a Who tribute. Bob Seger tribute, uh, There's that's the night of a will Trump— Will Val Kilmer be
1: leading the Doors tribute?
2: The Doors tribute was last year, actually, and it was great.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: the Bob Seger tribute is the night of the final presidential debate, and I'll be doing Trump versus Hillary uh, over at AfterBuzz. So make sure people I will people be doing Trump then.
0: versus Hillary at— World. Oh, I should do world. I should go to world's greatest trivia band. Yeah. and I'd be your on-site correspondent for That'd Trump versus Hillary. I would love that. Can we get a, a, a crew member out there to stream live my video feed?
2: I think it's. I think that there has to be somebody. There must right? be like an yeah. intern or something right. that we could send out there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, by the way, I just had the idea: Trump versus Hillary versus Predator versus Batman. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Yes. I just. Do I think you, you know. I would
0: who, love you know who wins that? Trump. Because he's the richest of them all. Yeah. Hillary? No. Who wins? Batman. Oh, why? Because he is the richest of them all. Uh, (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Trump doesn't actually have any money. Hmm. Uh, I beg to differ. Does he really have money? I mean, I don't know if he has Bruce Wayne money, to be honest. He doesn't have Bruce Wayne money. You know why? Because if Trump's whole buildings, all of his buildings, blew up, Batman would be like, oh, let's build those buildings again. Here's what I think. I'm a
1: trillionaire. I think a very young Donald Trump saw his pet dog walking around the neighborhood, covering everything in gold, and decided that he wanted to grow up and be just like it.
0: Why didn't Trump train for years to become Batman?
2: Because if Trump Because a bat like, didn't fly in his if, window. If, if, if Batman has existed obvious, for the past like William. five
0: years, and then all of a sudden Trump was like, yeah, I'm running for president, P.S.,
1: I'm Batman, yeah. I'd be like... Because his parents Oh, my God, die.
0: I'm totally voting for you.
1: Instead, his mom uh, lived long enough yeah. to look like that creepy, like... <laughs> the creepy secretary like the monster from Monsters,
2: from Monsters, Inc. Oh. Uh, it's because his mom was Where wasn't, are you going? I mean, what door? <laughs> his mom wasn't <laughs> Martha. Mike <Wazowski>. <laughs> <laughs> If only his mom was Martha. Oh, yeah. Donald Martha. Trump. Martha Trump? Martha's Martha, Martha Trump? Trump? Uh, probably might be. There could no, be. it's Mary.
1: Though. It
0: is Mary, though. It's pretty close. It's Mary. Christ.
2: Close. Uh, anyway... <laughs> After that, Pat Benatar, and mm-hmm. then we have a tribute to Journey, November 2nd. Jeff, I know you're in. Don't even pretend you're not.
1: Don't stop. I'm
0: yeah. believing.
2: uh be there. If and they don't play separate ways, I will fucking riot. I will have to ask Katie if they're going to play separate ways. I don't know. It's only an hour show. Why
0: wouldn't they play separate ways?
2: Because when the lights go out in the city, there might not be time for... Separate ways. You know, we didn't go to the Rush
0: tribute last
2: year. That no, that makes really sad. Was, it was actually that was two seasons ago. Of course, I they're told you you could go band, without right? me, but I, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> know, did you say? you said they're that Australian you, man, right?
2: You have a Jeff has a great Australian accent, as we've, we've oh, heard yeah, before. Let's hear uh, what's your favorite Australian Rush song? What does it sound like? Uh. I don't listen to that shit, Fergus. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Tom Sawyer. Today's Tom Sawyer. He gets high on
3: ye. <laughs> I
1: don't even know what that is. That's more I felt, Scottish.
2: I felt very. I good was on doing the spot. I know that's why I did it. Oh I was God. doing Scottish rush. Today's Tom Sawyer. I don't listen to that high on shit. shit.
0: What? <laughs> Same thing. See, I quoted it. I quoted, <laughs> I quoted a movie. You? I quoted <laughs> you a
1: movie. <laughs> you did. You broke the seal. So you now did we break can the all seal. say it. You don't get to say it. That's I true. quoted <laughs> it. Yeah.
2: But he did it in a thick accent, yeah. so it's all right. Australians say that stuff, so it's okay. They kind of do. Uh, and then it's finally, a- the last two shows, uh, Jimmy Buffett, which I'm thinking about going and tailgating and probably getting lost. I was going to
0: say, I the only way I would go to the Jimmy Buffett tribute...
2: Is we had so much beer next if door. if I was for him. like blackout drunk. November 9th, Will stir You know, November 9th is the day after the election, by the way. Okay. Decent chance that we're all going to be blackout drunk that day. Yeah. Yeah, because it's going to be a great drinking day.
3: Yeah.
1: Now you guys got my mind churning. Have you guys seen any of those uh, Australian, Aussie guy narrates? Kind of things. No. They've got a lot of videos on Facebook, and it's just this Australian dude narrating no. like, short videos. So, like, one of the first ones is this rat just like coming down the thing towards some cats, and it just like jumps at them. And he's just like, Hey, here comes big fuck off rat down the <laughs> way telling these kids, Hey, fuck you, kid, don't get out of my way. <laughs> it's just, so, uh, so just... now I'm imagining Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles done <laughs> by this guy. There's this is big fuck off rat <laughs> teaching these stupid turtles how to <laughs> wave knives and shit and eat pizza. Cause that's a healthy meal. <laughs> yeah, it is
2: a healthy meal.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Uh, no. So, I, so, so wait, what's it the, called? So you're going Auss- down the Aussie sewer? Aussie man uh, narrates. Uh, yeah. All right, great. That I'm, New I'm York in.
0: video where the rat went down in the sewer. <laughs>
1: Prince pizza, pizza to the real turtles. <laughs> he, brought, he brought them all these fucking radioactive pizza, I <laughs> yeah, They're all huge. <laughs> <laughs> fucking massive turtles. I've never seen one like that. I've, I've swam with plenty of sea turtles. I've never seen a fucking turtle doing ninjutsu. <laughs>
2: um, is there a chance like that sometime your, in your a your future broadcast... Is good. Yeah, is I'm very
0: good at accents. Australian's not one of them. Uh, is there so a chance... I, Jeff, I'm glad that Jeff is Is, is there work? a
2: chance that at some point in a future broadcast... Uh, I Ozzy Jeff could. Ozzy Jeff you could mean just. My sit in. Yeah, your cousin Ozzy Jeff could <laughs> just sit in through. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I think it'll be great. Jeff in here. Uh, and then uh, the last show, November sixteenth, is Hendrix. That's another one to go Ooh, to. Yeah. So we're gonna go to a lot of yeah. these. Uh, there's some to skip. Some are like depends on what's going on that night, but here's the thing. You know what? Like, it's easy to dismiss Bob Seger and Pat will fake
0: Bono not
2: be at? <laughs> why?
0: Why do you have it in? Why do you have it in for Joe
2: so much? I know that was Coltrane's thing. It's a
0: shtick at this point. It I don't shtick. have really it, anything. It's just a fake Bono thing. It, yeah.
1: I think it's one of those exercises in like group psychology where like one person in yeah. the group decides yep. that they didn't like this person, yep. and then it just became a funny joke, and yep. then you you don't know why, but you're really like. You displeased me, sir. And now I, I don't, don't know. Pure I don't like hatred.
2: Uh, anyway, so uh, everybody <laughs> should, uh, of course, join us at the whiskey if you can in person, or the whiskey. You can watch on uh, Access TV on Wednesdays, seven Pacific, ten Eastern. Nope. Yep, I was right. I was like, wait, did I do those backwards? I'm like, no, because if it's 7%. Because usually people say the Eastern time first because they can't do math. We have to do a lot of math out here on the West Coast. People on the East do Coast we? don't have to do any math. Yeah, because it's like, oh, the Oscars start at 8. Oh, they start at 8. Okay, so that's minus, that's, that's minus central time. That's minus mountain time. And I am in Pacific time, so what about they started the
0: people fact, in the UK, and Japan.
2: What about people in Australia? What do you guys do? In Australia, share? they just go <laughs>
1: fuck off, American it. media. We will watch whatever we want, whatever the fuck we want it. We're twenty four hours ahead of you. We've got our own shit going on
0: here.
2: When's Crocodile Dundee going to be yeah. on? I'm just watching reruns of Steve Irwin. That was a fucking <laughs> cunt if they ever the was one. <laughs> wow. you his finger right up that crook's wow. ass. Wow. And we've uh, <laughs> we've gotten them both in in the course of only <laughs> All right, a few Steve minutes. right anywaybab and me hat. we're having <laughs> we're having some fun here on the blackcast of course and uh as I should mention uh we're coming oh not very well we're coming to you today yes. from uh <laughs> the studios like the of the pre-com <laughs> The studios at uh, After Buzz, our friends over there, uh, kind enough to uh, lend us a studio, uh, a little bit After Hours, we were able to uh, talk it up. After Buzz After Hours. And I felt like it's probably worth mentioning, Jeff, uh, why are we doing the show from After Buzz today (laughs) and kind of forever? And not from... Not Well, we can say where you worked, right? You don't work there anymore, right? I no longer work for Premier Radio Networks. (laughs) Yeah, because we spent like a year plus. Premier Radio Networks. We usually didn't say the name of where you worked, and Mm -hmm. we tried not to say the show you worked on. Conversationally, sometimes it came up. Mm -hmm. But uh, so now, apparently we can talk about anything and everything. So Jeff has a little story, and I've heard this story, but Will... Will you have not? Heard I have the not, st-
0: and I purposely. This whole evening, well, I've been around Jeff, been like, I want to ask you about what happened, but I'm gonna wait.
2: Save it for the ad, kid. Yeah. When I created fantastic, I remember Four, when I invented. I Spider-Man. said, Jack, don't show me the drawings until we send them to the printer. I want to be surprised, like America. I so saw anyway, the Hulk
0: climbing on Premiere's wall.
2: <laughs> Listen up, true believers. Here's the story of how I got fired, the X Men. <laughs> Magneto controls metal. All right, so Jeff, um, talk a little bit about what happened and how it started
1: with a tweet. It did. Oh. So currently I'm enjoying the... Beautiful life of fun employment, as people like to call it, so okay. that they don't kill themselves out of depression. Okay, for but you've been reading purpose. a lot
2: of comics and watching a lot of cartoons. I have. So actually, that part's awesome. Yeah,
1: it's actually it's nice and it's funny. When you get a paycheck
0: from the government for doing nothing. Well, well he has true. to register
2: for unemployment first. Right, right but that's what, yeah. I mean. that's
0: what I mean. And but, but it, it's just fun not don't, don't, like, don't tell
2: don't uh, tell people from the radio show we worked on that you're going to get unemployment because they'll, they'll be oh they'll be like what not you do. Did well, way, yes, yes. Should, what are you to do? Get Obamacare? By the way, yes, you should because it's better doing? than Cobra. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I said, don't get Cobra. Get out, Sign up for Obamacare because it's there. Yep. You know? But anyway. But yeah, so uh,
1: yeah. so where to begin this story? We'll where start from the do beginning? we begin <laughs> yeah. these cops and lawyers? So I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try to go not necessarily in the order of how things actually unfurled, but how I experienced yeah, them. Yeah, your okay. experience. The I started, started with because we care
2: about you. You're yeah. our hero. You're our protagonist in this tale. Yeah. So please so, share it with us. So,
1: G-Free? I decided I had. Um, I think we all got together that Tuesday before it was to go see Rift Tracks, and we yes. all had like a nice little we had a great time. That was time. a Tuesday night. Yeah. We we went and, and it was yeah. Mothra.
2: That yes. was a fun one. Yeah.
1: And and we just had like yep. a nice relaxed night. And then uh, I had gone back to spend some time with the beautiful Natasha okay. and yes. uh, Agent Romanov. Agent Romanov. <laughs> and I was we had just discussed because I was just kind of getting burnt out from the show, and it had just been a rough couple weeks with Megan. Megan
2: McCain, the uh, yeah. former former host <laughs> Megan that I used to work with. Daughter of daughter John, John McCain. Of John yeah. McCain. Senator um, John McCain. Saying all these things, yeah. All uh, the things that we never said before, but and, uh, these yep. are all true. Yeah. And
1: uh, it just, she had really gotten on my nerves. So. You um, really grinds my gears. Megan McCain. Megan McCain. In <laughs> <And> her <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> um, she.
2: Uh, so, like,
1: the th- problem with Megan is that she was inexperienced and that she wasn't asked to actually do her fucking job. And that's a really hard thing for me to deal with because. It's like, I don't mind if you're a pain in my ass as long as you can, like, turn on the professionalism and just do your fucking job, right? And she just didn't really have that button. So, time and time again, she had just, like, pissed me off. Uh, And then she ended up getting called out by one of the heads of the company, Jen Limegruber. Uh, t- said to her like, "You're fucking up. You're not doing a good job on right. the show. You're not showing up. You're not because she was. Well, she doesn't do a lot of her shows. She leaves early for a lot of shows. She has guest hosts half the time because she'll just Ooh. call oh, okay. in sick for no fucking reason oh. or like. That sounds like be somebody told, that I
2: know. If I'd like I could to have yeah, brunch. Yeah. She, she, I'd like she,
1: to have brunch today. She doesn't do the last hour of her show so often because she's got dinner plans. And I'm like, Legit. This is your yeah. fucking job. I had a friend How do who you closed out an entire show. Right? If you if you just left your whatever your job is, take one third of the amount of time that is the most critical amount of time for your and the most (laughs) which you should absolutely be on anything be doing, yeah, and then just don't do it two out of the five days a week. Yep. That's a standard fucking week with this lady. Yeah. So, anyways, um, she had gotten called out for fucking up, and and previous to that had been like, oh yeah, everything's great. And then as soon as it was like, oh, I'm fucking up. No, no, no. They're not playing the cuts on time. They're not ready with this. They're that's what she, she said to one of the heads yeah. of the company. That's what she said. That's not a joke. This is what she said to one of the heads of the company. And it's just like uh, I wasn't supposed to hear about this, but I did uh, through means. And uh, I love means. And, uh, uh, and I just was like, what tiny monicum of respect I had left for her was out the window because it was just the fact that this person, Jen, who I don't get to speak to her, like I have no relationship with this right. like person who signs my paycheck type thing, but you, a shitty fucking host who doesn't put any fucking effort into their job, do get to speak to, to, to them and yeah. just, and now you're saying like negative things about me which you even know are just not true. They're right. just patently false. And the the good part is that Jen doesn't believe them, but the fucked up thing is that should never have left your mouth. You shouldn't be speaking ill of the people who is are doing their job still for you. Is her show still on the air? For now. But the best part is she has spoken openly about she's not going to finish her two-year contract, Maybe and she's so. already counting down the final year of it.
2: You see that barn? You
1: see that? I was just gonna yeah. say. Sorry. That. Uh, well, I did. No, don't take it. I'm,
2: look. <clears throat> you see that barn? Yeah. yeah.
1: She doesn't. Remember... think she's gonna make it much past <laughs> the New Year. Did she <laughs> have you by any chance
2: uh, pull all the songs you can think of with the number ninety-nine in the song? Uh, and oh, yes. Use that as bumper music. Is that something she had you do? She did not. When she called do that. down, counted down ninety-nine shows. Ninety-nine. <laughs> That's impressive. Uh, oddly enough, uh, the, that was that was generous yeah. to think that there were ninety-nine mm-hmm. at that point. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so
1: so basically the, that was just a, But I didn't know
2: this backstory part, which is very yeah, interesting and This and is the part
1: where it, it just – that just is to demonstrate the fact that it's like I, I have said this time and time again and I know this was a problem I had had at my job. I've got like this limit of bullshit. I can take all the shit. I can eat it all with a grin and then as soon as I cross one line, like you could do something that's really – I shouldn't get upset about and I want to tear your fucking head off because I'm just done with your shit. Right. And um, the unfortunate part was, like, I still had thought I had, like, some time to, like, deal with it because it's, like, I'm trying to, like, let go of this, like, frustration and anxiety with this person that I deal with every day. And then hearing that just shot it way past the line to the point where it was, like, I don't know if I can ever, like, come back from this. I don't know if I can ever. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It was important. Respect her again after that. So anyways, did you respect her to begin with? I always try to give people benefit of the doubt, uh-huh. and I gave well, Especially because
2: her... she was new at hosting yeah, a radio show. she hadn't show. really yeah, done yeah, it, sure. and,
0: and it was like... I've heard nothing about shitty uh, things about yeah. her well, for the past that was several the thing.
1: months. Right off the bat, I could tell, like, oh, she's not, she's not really not uh, Our very own Liev
0: was her original
1: producer. Mm-hmm. And, he and he had to the... leave because of issues with yeah. her. Yeah, and uh, which
2: is weird to think that Liev didn't get along with someone, because I know, right? he gets along with everyone. He couldn't have sex with her, let's be real.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that's why no it didn't way. work out. Yeah, no. that's
2: true. Yeah,
1: but anyways, <laughs> sorry.
2: Yeah, no, 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 that's that's all true. Um, yeah. he couldn't even jerk off no, thinking about it. No, that was the problem. Not yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now, now Graham, he thinks about it and jerks yes. off all the time. Oh, yes,
1: <laughs> G- Graham jerked him off. Uh, Graham, Graham takes hold. Graham in the mornings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Jeffrey. <laughs>
1: anyway, so. Basically, so this is all... just that had happened like a couple weeks ago and sure. it, and I was just like so I just kind of like tried to bide my time but like I had had more like flare-ups. I had had an argument with uh the executive producer of the show during the show because it was just like Miranda Miranda because <laughs> who's a very close friend of mine. Yeah. Um lived with her for years. Like she was one of the first uh she was the first EP and of let, the first sorry, show. And sorry, let I me point
2: gone. out this she's not Gonzo not for Gonzo. people who pay attention. Yeah. yeah. She's, this is not just gone this gone somebody though. you live not with at all. who is not yeah. God. This, uh, yeah. this is
1: a woman I live with that I did not have sex with. One of the few. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: love that story. Uh, and so anyways, uh, so I don't know, but just things have been rough. So we had our good time at Rift Tracks and then I was like burned out because of all this bullshit. So I uh, called in for a sick day because I basically never take sick days. And as I uh, has probably come up, I worked six days a week for this
2: company and holidays and holidays. By the way, before you worked, Rift, before you went to Rift Tracks with us, had you sent out a tweet at that point? Yes. So that, I think, is, is relevant. A, a tweet of what? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, so so t- I'll, I
1: will, I'll round back to the okay, tweet. So the, okay, so yeah. you
2: take the – okay, so I see what you're doing, and I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was important to the timeline. Absolutely. So you take a, a – so what some people call mental health day. But yeah, you on Wednesday. Just, yeah.
1: So this, te- 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 this tweet that we are referring to on that mental health day, because uh, I had tweeted it out at the end of the show on Tuesday. I saw it. I read it, reread it, and I was like, ah, oh, you're just being butthurt, Jeff. And that was like the most I had thought about it. So
2: Wednesday morning you get up and delete this tweet. Yeah, because I'm just
1: like – I didn't really think it was like a bad or egregious tweet. I just was like, oh, I kind of sound butthurt. Like just get over yourself. So I deleted it. Go about the rest of my day. Don't think anything of it. Thursday morning rolls around and then I wake up to like a text message from my boss and uh, it says, I sent you an email. Like acknowledge it and like respond. I'm like, huh? Okay, so that means I know when I get a text like that, it means it's like an official email. So I gotta be like, oh fuck, what's going on? And I read it, and it just says, uh, you're not don't come in today, and or indefinitely, and uh, like I'm investigating issues. And I'm like, are you holding out what the tweet says? Yeah, because it's it's relevant. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I get that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? I have no idea what's going on. So, like in my mind like i know we've mentioned the suite nowhere is this in my mind whatsoever because right. it's it was totally innocuous i'm my mind's just racing like what the fuck is going on like what what are they mad about because i can't think of anything like the most i could think of was the argument i had had with my ep so I, I do the official like yes understood acknowledge the email uh text annie and i'm just like so i shouldn't plan coming in today and she says annie zadarvich she says, no, do not plan to come in. And I'll, and she says uh, this exactly. She says, I'll be in touch shortly. So I'm like, all right, whatever this is, it's probably going to be some stupid thing. And I'll just deal with it when I find out. So I'm just like, I'm like, it's hard to, to just go about your day with something like that, weighing on your mind, being told, like, don't come into work, like, don't. Do your shit. And you're like, huh. So I just am like, all right, I got to try and, like, get my mind off of this. So I'm, like, just going around trying to do things totally unsuccessfully. So a couple hours pass. Haven't heard anything. I'm like, what the fuck? This is so – I got probably acknowledged the email around 10 o'clock. So around noon, <clears throat> I text Annie. I'm like, any updates? Don't don't hear anything back. Text Miranda. I'm like, clearly, like, the writing is – oh, and I, I haven't mentioned. So between – When I respond to that text in the email and start sending texts at noon, my phone just starts blinking up like exchange
2: password no longer available, which is my work account. Yeah, so the text was acknowledge you've seen the email so that as soon as he can acknowledge that he saw the official company email on his company email – they immediately locked him out of You're his cut email. Yeah. Yeah. cut off. Yeah. you cut off, Out kid. of my email. Yeah. And at out.
1: first, I'm like, I don't, I'm like, uh, is this is just being weird. But I, like, keep trying it. I'm like, no, I'm probably cut out of my email. This is very bad. So I send the text. I'm like, what's going on? Nothing. I text Miranda. I'm like, hey, so I've been told not to come in indefinitely. Um, it seems like I'm either off the show or fired. Uh, and this is just basically, like, this is somebody who's, like, an important, very close friend of mine. And I'm just like... The thing I care about is just, like, having friends and, like, living the rest of my life. Because it's, like, jobs come and go. That's, like, that's part I'm not taking personally. I'm just, like, hey, are my relationships with the people I care about still intact? Like, that's what's important. Yeah. So I send this thing being, like, hey, I understand things. I'm sorry things have gotten so bad. I hope you and I are still cool. Send that text out. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. No response whatsoever. I also send a text to my buddy Bobo. To this day. No response. Well, okay.
2: Uh, We're in the story. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know. I know. I you have a lot yeah, of questions. I understand.
1: So, so I also sent a text to my friend Bobo just being like, hey, are you working for me? Because he would be the primary coverage guy. No response either. So Bobo that says one, nothing. To yeah. be
0: fair, his name is Bobo.
1: Yeah. Well, he probably his probably not- Aaron. Uh, oh, okay. Steve Harvey gave him the nickname Bobo. Oh, Steve Harvey. Okay.
2: Um, Man, imagine... By Steve way, Harvey always gets his information correct. Imagine if Steve Harvey gave me a nickname. Uh, I would I would stick to that nickname. But anyway, Joe. It would be Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, everybody, yeah. His <laughs> nickname says, for everyone, everyone is, is Bobo. Momo, oh, there's Joe Bobo, Jojo, and Fofo. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Bobo uh, does not get back Bobo to me. Bobo doesn't
1: you. get back to me, but I assume that one is just like he's a busy guy because he does a lot of shit. I mean, his
2: name is Bobo after all, yeah.
1: And so then I'm like... But I just – I don't get anything, and then a couple more hours pass, and I'm, like, freaking out by this point. So I text Annie again, uh, even though I haven't gotten a response, and I'm like, can you please tell me what's going on? Yeah. Still no response. Nothing. So now I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I just need to, like, get my mind off of this. No one's telling me anything. They're not going to tell me anything until they're ready. Like, and I can't – like, I I have a very – I latch on to, like, thoughts, like that obsessive-compulsive type Personality at right. times. So right. I'm trying not to have like a meltdown because I'm feeling extremely anxious and like all the, and I have no information. Like people that I care deeply about aren't talking to me and I'm just like, what the fuck? Everything went from like completely fine to like no clue what's going on with my life. Mm-hmm. So I just like, I get through the rest of the day and I'm like, all right, fuck it. Friday morning rolls around and I wake up to a phone call and a voicemail from Annie and So to be exact here, I have – since all of this stuff, I have gotten nothing, 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 nothing all day Thursday. No response to texts. I can't email because I don't have one anymore. All this shit. And so Friday, I get that phone call, and it's a voicemail, and it's just like – she lists her work number and her cell phone number, and it's like, call me back at 930 in the morning. Now, it's also important to know for context that this woman has been calling me for six years Never have I answered the phone at 9.30 in the morning. She knows I don't answer, like, before a certain time in the morning. Pretty much before 10, if, if you call, I probably won't answer. Very strong chance I will answer after 10. Made sure she called me before 10. Like, I'm positive. She knows me she well enough. She knew that she that 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 wouldn't she was get you. Not yeah. trying to actually talk to me. And uh, so I'm so pissed about everything that's happened. And I think that, like... Regardless of if I've done something, not telling me anything for an entire day like that is just completely unacceptable, fucked up, like poor, unethical practice. So I'm pissed and I'm just like, you can eat a dick, Annie. And I do not call her back because I was like. Uh, But it's like I spend the whole rest of the day still trying to like – and that was the hard part is like I was doing it partly because it was like I didn't want to be too overly emotional on the phone because I'm a passionate person. And I probably would tell her to go fuck herself if she said something I didn't like because I'm like, you know, everything is just sitting there right on the top. And uh, and just like a, a multitude of reasons why I was like it's not a good idea for me to call her. And I just don't even want to talk to her. I don't want to hear like what she has to say like after yesterday. Fuck you. Right. And, um, and I kind of also figured she'd call me again and I'd probably answer it when she actually like called me. So, uh, there was that voicemail, the phone call and a text message saying I called you. That was the only attempt she made to contact me whatsoever. After all of this, I'll be in touch shortly. Bullshit. That's important for context as we go. So I got through, like, to this point, I'm having, like, I, uh, you know, I suffer from depression. So, like, all that's boiling up. Like, I'm waking up feeling hopeless and all these, like, terrible feelings. And I'm just like, nope, I'm not going to let this, like, control me. I'm not going to let, like, all this shit, like, take over and, like, send me down one of those spirals. So I'm just trying to be really proactive and, like, on top of my attitude and everything else and just, like, bring it all back. But it's just really hard, and it's just sitting there in the back of my mind. Keep going, keep going and I I make it all the way to Saturday and the the great part about it Saturday is I've bought uh, festival tickets for the whole weekend to go to FYF Fest, which, which is...
2: apparently does not stand for Fuck Yeah Fest. Yeah, that
1: was just. me. But you told
2: me it did, and I believed I didn't you. Tell and I'm like, you. that's I awesome. That. I know. I'm like, that's awesome that it's called the <laughs> Fuck Yeah Fest. I didn't know what FY stood for. And it's like, actually, I made that up. I'm like, no, <laughs> you mean that is what it stands for? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Of course, it's the it's the FYF Fest. The but Fuck yeah. yeah Fest.
1: I I only went to two of the shows of this like weekend long massive concert thing. And I'm sure a lot of them would have been great, but all I went was for the two headliners for Saturday. The fuck
2: and yeah, you saw fuck and it Yeah. it was
1: Tame and Paula and Kendrick Lamar,
2: who are like I know Kendrick Lamar two, is, so. my two
1: favorite artists, like hands down. Those are the two guys like currently putting out stuff that we're their learning about are Captain
2: EO here. I did not know that about you. So Kendrick uh, Lamar is your guy. Yeah, game.
1: and Tame and Paula, if you if you like any kind of, I think you guys would really like them. They're kind of like a psychedelic rock, but they're like a. It kind of sounds we'll like... say the
2: name slower. Tame Impala. T- Tame Impala, like Chevy Impala. Yep.
1: T-A-M-E-I-M-P-A-L-A. Okay. okay. And um, they got like three albums. They're from Australia. Oh, uh, my
2: God. Didgeridoo.
1: But they sound like Pink Floyd meets the Beatles Whoa. meets like other psychedelic rock. That's pretty rock. big they're, right there. They're
2: Pink Floyd meets the Beatles. Fucking amazing. I'm, I'm
1: down. All right. Um, Let It Happen is the first... uh, track off of their newest album Currents which came out like last summer it's like a 7 minute long track if you can listen to the whole thing and you don't like it you probably won't like Tame Impala So it's good to know you probably will like it uh, I would hope because it's just an amazing song anyways recommendations
2: um, from Captain EO thank you
1: so I saw those two guys back to back and just like the energy the fact that it was like something I had been looking so forward to I was so worried about it leading up to it because I was like this bullshit with my job is going to ruin like this thing i've been looking super excited for for, the tickets like six months ago yeah so i was like fuck it whatever and i just saw those two and it just changed everything because it was just like something so intensely like this super intensively positive crowd experience and you just like get it in your bones and i was close enough to the stage to feel the music were you on drugs uh, just pot. Nothing okay. like crazy. So nothing
2: real, yeah. Uh, He's not an E guy. Come on, Will. No, yeah. I no, didn't no, no.
1: I didn't do anything like crazy, crazy. It was there just were like,
2: no, There were no Miriam type activities, <laughs> no, you know? No. Nothing like that. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, it was just amazing. And that, that really made a difference. And then I took Sunday, just chilled out uh, down in Hermosa. And Monday, I ended At up. At the poop was, deck. I did not go to the poop deck. But oh, you,
2: no. but you did clean up uh, Moo's poop off the deck. Yeah, no, because he, he's like in charge of Moo whenever Bujenski mm-hmm. leaves town for basically a month. By the way, yep. Leev has been out of the country. It seems
1: I've, I've had Moo for almost two weeks. Yeah, because he went wow. to New
2: York and Vegas and who knows where else. Anyway.
1: But anyway, so yeah. So So you chilled out on Sunday. I went to go get Moo, actually. That was what I was doing on that Sunday. I went to go get him and then just hung out with Moo, who's... Moo is
2: Liev's dog. I think most people know that, but we can't always assume everybody knows everything about our cast of characters, yes.
1: Which was also very good for me because I'm like a dog lover and having an animal like that around dogs are just... And cats. Animals in general, pets are just their love machines. Warthog.
2: You'd be all right with a warthog. There studies that have been
1: published (laughs) to prove that dogs are
0: great
2: stress relievers. I believe it. Tremendous. I definitely understand um, that, yeah.
1: So that was good. And then Monday I had intended to call Annie, but then Monday rolled around, and I just d- didn't get to it in the morning. And then I went over to my buddy Lee's house, who works for Premier, but uh, not a different part of Premier. He works for Fox Sports. And um, kind of caught him up. And his his mom and dad, are, I'm, like, close with them, too. So, like, it's like my little family out here. So I was, like, catching them up on what was going on. They were giving me a bunch of support, which felt really good. And then finally, around six o'clock on Monday, I get a phone call from Bobo, of all people. Mm. So I'm like, huh, all right, I missed that. And then he called back and I get it. And he's like, he just starts off, he's just like, dude, he doesn't say that. He says something else. He says something else. You can't say Um, that.
2: You've already said things that you can't say. Um, Uh, Let me ask you an important question Can you say that Bobo called and told you what he told you? I don't even know what he told you, but were you allowed to – could you possibly get Bobo in trouble?
1: Well, this is – so I found out later – well, I'll get to that. I think so because okay. the way he said it to me was it was like it was a super secret call. Um, and so like he explained to me like they had all been told under threat of getting fired that like they couldn't uh, tell me what was going on. So
2: Miranda can't text you. Trisha, whom we know, also mm-hmm.
1: could not text you. Mm-hmm. Hey. That's it. And uh, Bobo wasn't allowed to talk to me. Nobody was allowed to talk yeah. to me. And um, so he persona finally, non grata. Yes. So he, he calls me and he tells me all this stuff. And he tells me that they couldn't talk to me, and that's why they didn't get back to me. And he tells me that this whole thing was over that tweet. Now, until
2: this point, I hadn't thought about that fucking tweet one second you were not considering that having anything to do with this whole thing yeah One, and, it was deleted
1: and two this is what the tweet said
2: yeah well explain why you sent it and what it said yeah
1: so what had happened was what had happened was at the end of tuesday's show um frank ocean's uh, more context uh, album newer album blonde had just come out friday previous to this yeah so I played the first track off of that album, Nikes. Just like
2: going to a break? Just or coming, back show, a break. coming back from a break. Okay. Just this, like, uh, sure. hey,
1: here's some new music that everyone yeah. who like cares about music is going to like probably hear and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the kids know might that. enjoy this. Well, that's one of the things is on that show, Like as, as stupid as this is, I get a lot of feedback, like positive feedback about the music I play. Because I put thought into it and I like care and it's the one thing I can contribute to the show. And I get a lot, a lot of – I got a lot of – Positive feedback. So that's why I would try to do things like that. Like, hey, like, let me listen to this clip. Make sure there's no swears in it. Bam, here's some new music.
2: Hey, Will, uh, remember how you used to comb the modern rock, like, current rock charts every week and pull songs for, for the Dennis show? show? Yeah, I comb them for myself let's be no real. no but we were doing and it we and we would use them, them for, and then yeah. that kind of went away because yeah. it was like oh yeah we need new music and then it was like, like a no we don't theme every no, we, day. Do. we don't no. need new music no. anyway but yeah so
1: uh i play this song and then we come back and we have a guest on. He starts like making fun of me and the song. And then Megan joins in to make fun of me and the song. And I was just like, Do you remember who the guest was? Since we're naming everyone, I don't remember who the guest was, but he was a fucking idiot. It wasn't Bill Crystal. It wasn't Bill Stand up individual, thank God. Oh. It was whoever it was, it was some like stupid fucking white middle aged Midwestern <laughs> bullshit fucking doesn't think before they speak. <laughs> that could <laughs> be retarded, anybody on fucking, Fox News. Yeah conservative bullshit guy and he was just talking the same dumb fucking reiterated <laughs> bullshit that they talk on not tuck show. tuck
2: the chiseler no, uh, no not tuck tuck the chiseler but yeah so they, they both not.
1: made fun of me and i was just like that was really fucking unnecessary like i literally played 10 seconds of this song if you didn't like it don't ever Shut talk
2: about it. Yeah, just or or just say, life. "Hey, we don't need that anymore." Yeah. Yeah. You know, like what was that? Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Turn it down. Turn that down. Yeah. And so Turn I tweeted down. out, Play "Like some credence,
1: love it. Love it when you get called out on air by your dumbass host." Like something like that. Yeah, or something like it. that. That was literally. Now, that was about it. Right.
2: Okay. And. Uh, apparently the impression is that, uh, it was seen by someone. So
1: what happened was, um, I'd sent that out. Before you deleted it. Yeah. Between when I sent that out and deleted like less than 24 hours later, like probably let's say 16 hours tops later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bauer, Michael Bauer, very angry at this person Clearly. because he's a fucking loser. Yep. He, Hey, I who hope you is, hear this, he but since you like to fucking stalk my life, Michael Bauer. you <laughs> What does he do? Douche Lord. He, is, he, was, d- he was brought in. So so this is Michael Bauer, and you can probably find his dumb fucking shit somewhere online, because he's a fucking loser.
2: Um, <laughs> so he's, he uh, he's, he's him d- him right d- Douche Lord, who is I'm the f- leader of Douches of the Galaxy. He's Douche Lord. I just want to make sure I have it straight.
1: Yeah, I am douche.
0: Anyways... The Will Smith movie starring Michael Bauer. (laughs) I am
1: douche. Well, I was thinking more like he travels around with a giant growing douche that just says his name douche." I am douche. I am douche. I am douche. douche. Anyways, so he was brought in. No, it's not him. Oh. He was brought in. Damn, I would make fun of that guy too. To to be the in-studio producer on the show to help keep... Dum dum, Megan McCain. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> What's she gonna do? Fire me? Um, hello, dum
2: dum. To hello, ha- dum dum. Hello. Which it, hello, hello love.
1: She loves to quote that she's f- went to Columbia, but like can't pronounce words and is generally just like a stupid person, and we all <laughs> think that about her. But anyways, uh I digress. Nope, not him either. What the fuck. Um, <laughs> So we'll this, guy, this guy, like, saw my tweet or whatever, like, screen grabbed it or showed it to Megan. Megan screenshotted it, had to show it to Jen Limegruber because she needed to talk to me. She because she wanted this to was talk like to you thing. about it. But yeah, and then they just decided, like, oh, yep, that's him. Oh, Instead we found of, him. Found him. But what you can't see is the giant monkey butt on the back of his head because oh, he's balding ass. hardcore. Property of TBS. The Bauer Show. Sorry.
2: Yeah, we found him.
1: TBS being the Bower Show, not we've, we've Turner Broadcast. Oh,
2: there's a The Bower Show. Yeah, I did not realize. Yeah, he's that. got a
1: podcast. I'm sure it's awful because his jokes are fucking terrible and like everything he said. Literally, this is the, the exercise that we get on the show. He was brought in to be an institute oh, a producer, with America Now. Yeah, he's not co-host. and the fact that he calls himself that is for nine horrible.
2: See, he looks like Joel McHale if his parents had been cousins he's been told to shut the fuck up on the show more times
1: can by I like everyone that from message. top hey, to bottom. Shut the fuck yeah, up. no it's just fun he lists himself as the co-host he's basically supposed to just give her the headlines of articles for the first segment yeah. of the show so that she can talk about shit and it's a literally a battle every day telling him like you're not co-host you're not on the show Shut the fuck up and just lead her into stories. That's all you're here for. And the better even part was when he was saying how we definitely needed to have an in studio producer brought onto the show because that's literally his actual yeah, job title. Of course. And it's like, you are so fucking oblivious, dude, how many times we've discussed having you fired from the show. Megan has discussed it, Miranda has discussed it, everybody has discussed removing this man from the show. So it's kind of like bitter irony. You, you he like, like hope, hope he's me. listening
2: right now, I don't you?
1: Really do. You yeah. can read all of his shit. Yeah, it's we could. It, like it's whatever. Anyway, he, he's
2: just all right. So he sees it, shows he it, sees it, Megan, it, shows it to Megan, and then Megan wants to talk to you about it. it however, I guess.
1: however, she doesn't, and they just she shows it to the head of the company that she badmouthed me to already, and they decided that instead of. The best part about this is, instead of asking me about it, and clarifying that it was definitely about Megan, anything, finding out any information, because I do do a lot of things that could have been potentially about somebody else. It's
2: true. Uh, that could have been about true, George. Norrie. Could that not have
1: been about George It Could have.
2: Been. I have yeah. done
1: a similar thing. We could talk about. We'll
0: that We'll talk about, about that, later.
2: that probably next time on but the podcast. Yeah, oh, but, no, but yeah, no, but sure. And it's in addition
1: it's... to this, they uh, so so I had all that stuff. They just decided to fire me. Didn't ask me about it whatsoever. And the best part is, so all that happened. And
2: finally, you got fired over a tweet which didn't say Meghan McCain is a fucking yeah, cunt. It just if said, you had said that love tweet. Love it when my
1: dumbass host yeah. says such now, and such.
2: Dumbass is dumbass definitely something. Host. Yeah, dumbass and host. That could be something. It, by the way, could have been about me. You know that's—it's not something you work on that you get paid for. Yeah. Could have been me, and if you had played some of that Frank Ocean shit, I probably would have made fun of you. <laughs> so you see, <laughs> it could have been me, it, it, and it just what's the like, Joel McHale's guy name? Guy's name was I've heard of Michael Bauer. Guy. Michael Bauer. See, Michael Bauer could have been about me. Michael yeah.
1: Bauer. But it, it's just Jack like. Bauer. It's just mm. some like bullshit from from top to bottom. That okay. this this little like S- snotty loser. Yeah, that has he like to, like um, look through my me. shit.
2: Uh, you forgot to give us homework today. This, it's dude, like is, that
1: level. this dude is like he's like mid 40s he's married to a woman who's like 20 years older than him oh they that have is not
2: the way to go you go 20 years the other way two children of like no seven no, and like nine no, come on
1: and it's just haven't I like taught a, you
2: people anything in the world lives in you Connecticut you always go younger
1: uh,
0: or
2: same age well, <laughs> But you never go older Come no, on No Like well, not 20 why not? years older why not no, 20 why not. years older
0: oh, Hey she could be some Fucking smoking hot No <sighs> 20 years older smoking all right. hot lady Gross so She's Jeff, gross
2: Alright oh. so this happens This is the guy So yeah. So You feel Bad at the time And you're talking about How it's making you feel shitty That you lost your job However There at some point Is that moment And tell us when it is Where all of a sudden You take a breath And you go Oh, thank God I don't have that fucking job anymore. Oh, well Because that, it was right killing me softly with this Right off the song. bat, I
1: was like, you know... They, so many things went through my head. One was there have been so many days where I have driven home from that show and yelled out loud, "Just fucking fire me already!" Wow. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. of it. I thought of it as like you know, I put that intention out into the universe yeah. and it yeah. fucking came back, and I needed I've, it.
2: I've had two jobs that uh, w- that ended abruptly in different ways. Uh, one was a terrible afternoon talk show produced in New York called "Forgive or Forget." It was an afternoon show where Was that the television it was, show? It was called Forgive or Forget. It where they opened a, the door. They opened the door and <gasps> I used the to person, watch that show and did, every day. Did as you a forgive child. that person? Or yes. did you forget about that? Oh my them? god, I
0: remember it, and I love that show. Uh,
2: well, it was started by a woman named uh, Mother Love, who people did her name was Mother love. love. Yeah. Mother Love, people loved her. Um, I worked on it after they replaced her, they fired her, they replaced her with Robin Givens. Uh, Mike Tyson's ex-wife uh, it only lasted for a few months and I was so miserable I hated that job so much but I wasn't thinking about it because it was a job and you need to have a job and it's a job in television so I'm working, working, working and that show got cancelled, people were crying in the studio oh, no. and I had the best night's sleep I'd had in probably like a year and <laughs> like, a half forgive, I woke forget up that this morning I gave forget, forget about it and um, as I've talked about in the past I worked for Law and Order SVU I was indeed fired from Law and Order SVU To make way for someone else That they wanted to have in my job um, And that's a shitty feeling I needed to get pretty drunk that night But then I woke up the next day and I was like
0: I hated that job. No, did you get fired because you did a bad job and no, they hated you, no. or did you get fired they, because they were just getting I had, rid of people?
2: I, they wanted to get rid of me so that they could bring someone else in who eventually wrote a script. It was like you know, no, it was like cousin. somebody pitched somebody's agent pitched a guy that I am my friend. cousin. It was basically one of those things. Okay, and he was a gay Mormon. Survivor, the TV show, Survivor Loser. And Ooh. I'm like, I, I'm only Ooh. two of those three things. So right. clearly he was going to win. Uh, anyway, so getting fired can be a great You're feeling. A Mormon now, survivor can uh, that. <laughs> we, uh, I want to let Will finish his thought about something he tweeted. And uh, then we're going to... was a
0: tweet. I Instagrammed a picture okay. of a waveform. And the waveform was essentially a solid rectangle.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which means that the whole clip, uh, the whole show, an hour plus worth of audio is clipped. You know what I mean? Like, the levels were set super high, and they were like, fine! And they just, like, let it record. And I opened it, and I was like, this is a fucking nightmare. Like, this is the poorest engineering I've ever seen in my life, because mm-hmm. the whole thing is almost a solid green rectangle, which means that there's almost no time in which the levels <laughs> dip below peaking. Yeah. And I accidentally put the... Ice, the
2: Name of the show oh, was in well. the picture. Can you say oh, no. what show it was, or no. did you get in trouble? Okay, I, I can't wait. I can't would. wait until we yeah. stop recording and, and you tell me somebody, what
0: show it was. Somebody said and commented on it. And this is like six, eight hours later, and they said, uh, "If I had listened to that show too, like I'd lose my mind also." And, and I then was you like,
2: were like, "Wait, you know what show that is?" Yeah, and I looked at, it, I was like, ah! "So did you?" Did it. Did it. Okay,
0: <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing happened sure. because nobody gives a shit about me apparently I can't wait to find I out which i even though a lot of a my, my Twitter. friends right. and people but only who follow this guy me on Instagram who is are like an listeners. asshole follows your Twitter Jeff and yeah so there, the people who follow me on Instagram a lot of them are listeners to another podcast that I'm on yeah and I we would think that like that would be dangerous
2: Yeah, right, exactly. No, that's not a problem. We can talk more about uh, Jeff's situation in the next podcast, but uh, we uh, have run out of time. We we ran long, as we say, but thanks to Katie Darrell for uh, being on with us. We have so much more to talk about. Will went to a comic... Con. Salt
0: Lake City Con. Yeah, and he's yeah. going to
2: tell us all about that for Jeff Duray at Jeff Duray, Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. I'm Christian Black at Christian DMZ, and special thanks to our guest, Katie Darrell at Katie Darrell. We'll see you next time on the Black House.